when traffic is removed. Huh. Well, you've seen that uh, Bruce Willis movie, Surrogates, right, where they, they just mm-hmm. have their robot bodies walk around and they sit in the office desk as human flesh pots. Right. That's what's going to happen. Well, Okay, so now they're scamming the cop. And it's totally stupid and not believable, even as a – they're telling him that the, her mother – her father works for the CIA, and they're on a mission, and communists are going to blow up uh, this golf course, this uh, mini golf course. And they're enlisting him to help by guarding it. Oh, uh, well – The American way of life. Okay. He's my favorite kind of actor, the mouth breather. <laughs> By the way, he—it's um, not believable in real life in the in the world of the movie. Suspending disbelief, it's not believable that this guy would believe that and go off to hide. To all right, whatever. Listen, I love. Yeah, no, it's not believable. It says Gremlin on the uh, newspaper. Yes, another nod. That's a pretty heavy nod. That's like a knock. Well, it's sort of like, yeah, we're making it, so yeah. That's right, Gremlins, we're... Gremlins was old. This is at the end of the fade, the craze, you know. Yeah, but so so I guess it's just, we're talking about, like, we live in the Netflix world, but this is a, a video store world when this this came about. Yeah. And then also, so it doesn't matter, like, the, he got the movie, whatever movie theater it played, it played, but then the video went straight to the wall. Yeah. And it was next to your copy of Gremlins, you know, like, and Gremlins also is interesting because the original was like an 84, but the sequel was like 90, 91. And, you know, the sequel is notoriously like insane. Right. Like it just throws everything out the window. So I, I think you said 84 and I think you're right. But so Gremlins, Ghoulies, Critters and Troll had all already been out. This was the very last one, Munchies. Right, Troll. I, I, well, we did, we watched Troll one, and Troll two is is mm-hmm. we've seen Troll. Yeah, right? that's I'm with uh, Brad Hall and Tia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. I've, and then Troll two, uh, there's a documentary called Worst Film Ever, talking about the production of that film. Troll. Okay. The, uh, the yeah. Howling Seven. My stepsister is a werewolf, right? Is that one of the titles? Listen, this old lady, you see this old lady? Yeah. She's she was in The Wedding Singer doing that rap uh, rapper's delight. Oh, that's the rapid granny. Yeah. Oh, way to bury the lead. Oh, now I can enjoy this movie. It's got two of the greats. Corbin, Harvey Corbin and Rapid Granny from The Wedding Singer. <laughs> so they just fucked up gr- the car. Yeah. Where do they get their clothes? Like, where, where do they get their sunglasses? What hot topics <laughs> were selling, like, munchie-sized headphones? <laughs> no, wait. He pulls up, and he says, which way did they go? And then Granny points, the only way you can go, right? It, yeah. It throughout the so film. It was a point. Which way did he go? That way. Duh. Well, which way do you think he went? That's so funny. Right? Yeah, well, you got to keep the plot going. Yeah. That was a real snack. No, even though you got to keep the plot going, as a viewer, 
you see that and it's not believable. No one in the real world would do that. <laughs> okay, so they come in to find right. a wreck. They don't know the munchies were here. Melvis doesn't even know Dude. what a munchie is. But she's going to find her dead son, right? Yes. Oh, this is very sad. Nah, it's not so sad. It's a sad. Okay, here. It's a sad moment of munchies. Dude. Oh. Dude. Dude. Alas, poor dude. Alas, poor dude. I knew him well. I knew him horatio. <laughs> no. Shakespeare. Corman cares about the tropical fish. Oh, man. A lot of death in this movie. Looks like the looks like my tropical fishes don't sleep with the fishes no more. <laughs> the tropical fishes sleep with the fishes. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Don Cheech. Like, yeah. Uh, my tropical fishes sleep with the fishes. <laughs> yeah. I capiche. am He Understand? You say, I say you capiche. I capiche. I capiche. <laughs> <laughs> Recording our favorite movie foreplay with the uh, scene with Zero Michelle as a gangster. We do have that as one of our archived uh, movies. He cut pieces. <laughs> Woo! No one. Now watch. No one has helmets and no one has seatbelts. The munchies are just fucking with these motorcyclists, and the motorcyclists are being dicks and not letting them through. Who do you think is going to win this battle? Well, if I've seen the Corman biker movie before, I think the munchies are going to win. <laughs> It's so 80s. No helmets, no seatbelts. That's right. Oh! Whoa! Whoa! Special Into event. a lake. Into a conveniently placed lake. <laughs> now watch. He flips him the bird. That's a bridge too far. And now... How do they know it's a bird? Is this a claw? I, I, and nobody seems weirded out that they're munchies. So what? what is... Uh, what does Paul say? Which way did they go? Cindy screams out, which way did they go? Yeah. They went the only way you can go. Okay, never mind. Did they say, they went that way. Oh, it's Mel Vineland. Yeah, Mel Vineland. that's the golf course, and it's owned by Cecil. It's Melvis Land, but it reads as Mel Island. I-S-L-A-N-D. Like, do you remember the time where I had penis land and everyone called it Penn Island? Pissed yeah, off. that was so annoying. It's penis land. Read it, read yeah, it. Yeah, not Penn Island. Wasn't there a joke with well, Shadynasty? Do you, do you, did you see It's Always Sunny with Shadynasty? Oh, no. i never seen it. It was Shady Nasty. All right. Well, hey, we got half the cast here already. Now, basically, it's more like I'm a buffoon. I intend to let rampant anarchy rule the day just because my dad's away. <laughs> what impending disaster? The disaster that wrecked my condo, ate my tropical fish, and killed dude Macintosh, my beloved stepson. There's been a murder? My first murder. What a great day. I'm yeah. on case. <laughs> okay. That was that's a they, good joke no. of the whole film. They, they waited like six hours until the cops or son is dead. Yeah, that's that's, and later they'll go to a his the mini golf course opening. 
you know they don't care that they're suffering. right i don't care if dude's dead hey listen one less deadhead you know you know my motto <laughs> so now they're having a confrontation uh, you know because let's face it cecil stole the munchie then the munchie got away Dude hacked the munchie. The munchie turned into murderous bicyclist. He goes, Look at shut the up, wind. So distracting. What's that? I hate, I hate, ex I hate windy exterior shots. They're just oh. so distracting. Can I mean the continuity go on the shot? Nothing matches. What a pet. Her hair's blowing in her face, and that was not blowing her face. I've heard you say this Look, before. Her hair was yeah, I hate movies shot in Florida because it's so windy. It's like they can't control it. There's some movies pull it off. But look, her hair was in her face like yeah, two shots ago. It was. And then and it isn't. Yeah. Well, whatever. Whatevs. Whatever. Now, it's I don't know any world. of these reference, but apparently the voices of these uh, munchies it sounds like Gizmo the Mogwa. Chief right, Martin, that's Howie Mandel. Dr. Claw. Uh-huh. Oh, from, uh, wait, 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 Inspector Gadget? No. Pepe Le Pew and I'll Don get you Donald. next time, Gadget. Pepe Le Pew. How come Pepe Le Pew is not shown anymore? Is it because he's a fucking predator? Uh, no. No. Uh, as you know, like, none of those cartoons we used to love when we were kids get shown today. It's just a new generation, you know? Right. Um, Speedy Gonzalez, Speedy Gonzalez, mm -hmm. Roadrunner. Well, Roadrunner is still around. I think the reason why no one shows Roadrunner isn't because it's politically incorrect now. It's just because it's this monotonous premise, right? How many times do you have to see that? Well, I get it. Life is ex ex uh, back in our day. Oh. No, I'm with you, Mike. I'm with you in today's world of streaming or whatever. But back in our day, it was every Saturday for 30 minutes, right? Like every Saturday, yeah, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. your fix of that benign. How will he fail this time? They got these gremlins wet. Oh, it's always like, yeah, but then they like he would talk. Well, I like when he talks actually. Uh, the actual theatrically shorts when uh, mm -hmm. Wiley Coyote puts on a very intellectual voice. I I dig that, and you know I get the premise. It's it's life itself. Uh oh, topless shot. That is somewhere to go, right? Like, like, yeah. You know, it, it was it, all this. Now he's giving a presentation, and sometimes they do jokes about that. Acme Delivery Company, like delivery jokes. Yeah, right. Because Acme is such right. a part of that world. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I used to watch Tom and Jerry all the time. And it's the yeah. same kind of futile humor. Yeah. Just much more violent. Uh, it was much more violent. It's a different kind of funny. Okay, so you can guess what's happening. They're terrorizing. They're escaping. Uh oh. We got to Happy Le Pew. Yeah. I sell you in that one-piece bikini. God damn. Now, that for the first time, someone goes, what the hell were those things? It's the only time it'll happen in the movie. And he goes, tourists <laughs> from Nevada. Oh, speaking of which. Well, I had promised oh, this is a connection. Right. Well, we did it Stardate 2027. That's when yes. we started. But uh, there's a second one here. You know on Star Trek Voyager, there's that doctor who is a hologram? Uh-huh. I still have to wait in line for her. 
do you, do you know it or no? No. Uh, Voyager, no. That is our Star Trek connection. When when I first saw this guy, I thought he was the um. In Ghostbusters, the hotel manager was like, I had no idea it wouldn't be enough. Look, they're doing an E.T. gag. That time. There he is. So this is a play on Carvel. Yes. Oh, there he is. Yeah, all right. It's Marvel. Marvel. Okay, no, anyway, I guess you don't know it, but people who know Star Trek will know the Anna, you know, like the hologram doctor on Voyager. Take two virtual pills and call me in the morning. <laughs> your head hurts. Let me adjust your programming. Okay, here's the joke. <laughs> Melvis is the one who's doing the spare tire. These snacks are beef jerky? Something flavored jerky. Calling it real snack and misspelling snack with an X, that's called 80s irony because it's not real, It's right? Because the word snack right. is not spelled correctly. And the snacks itself is not real food. It's a snack. So right. it has a very ironical, as my friend would say. I would recommend a movie called The Homeboy, directed by Dave uh, Gebro. And there's a scene where the guy says, it's, it's ironical. <laughs> I'm using it ironically. I really like that line. I use it all the time. Okay, now here's a real weak thing about the plot. These two, our heroes, who are looking for the munchies, say to themselves, I think we should get some ice cream. Okay, pull into Marvel, and that's it. They coincidentally bump into the munchies. It makes no sense. A lot of this film makes no sense. Oh. Well, I mean, it's a universe where there's only like 12 people in this movie. So chances are, like, the, the, out of the 12 people they meet, they're going to be munchies. <laughs> That's right. Where do you go? Where would you go anyway to get the munchies? An ice cream parlor. <laughs> the dude had the munchies. Listen, I wouldn't have gone. I would have. If I was searching for the monkey. Mon All right, never mind. Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This. That middle gate gets that middle uh, dude gets a lot of action. Those great hats. Oh, the cone heads. The cone heads. Check out this joke. We are. Bob was mauled by a grizzly in Yellowstone once. Well, I hope it wasn't you. I've had worse. I was mauled by a grizzly in Yellowstone once. I missed that joke. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, he was. Uh, okay, never mind. It wasn't so. Ooh, look, fat EMT. Okay, so they're taking the dead body away, and they return. Oh, dude. That's right. So we're having grieving, because Melvis did love him, you know. Dude, what's his name? That dude. The dead dude. Yes. <clears throat> now, for some reason, Paul and Cindy go home, and Paul reads a book that says these ancient people – never mind his archaeologist father didn't know this. They used to take inanimate objects and make them real. They used, and I quote, the fire of the gods. Once brought to life the – careful, that's a library book. Really? And look at that um, cover, right? It really is a library book. Yeah, right. That's a, yeah, that's why you spill coffee on it. And you're not, 
Yeah. Well, you know, this uh, quarantine, I've been going through my comic book collection, and I bought like a bunch of like limited edition comics with a variant cover, and I've already got coffee all over them. <laughs> like, it just took me 24 hours to ruin like something I've been hanging out for like a year. I finally <laughs> had the time to sit and read them, and I've already like defaced it. You know, if you're going to a comic book shop, they'll say like, hey, do you want like a plastic bag and a, a backing? And it's like, nah. Yeah. All right. It'll just prolong the inevitable, with knowing me. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're just going to take it out and throw it out eventually. So now, Harvey get busy with his wife, and who comes through the door but Big Ed, the father comes. I like that overhead shot. I have to tell you, man, I, I, I do dig the director. I think this movie is well-directed. Tina, Tina Hirsch. Yuck. Hirsch. Yeah. You got to admit, like, it's well-directed. It's very 80s kind of pop style, but. It looks like, uh, I don't know, Gregory Dark Porno or something. Oh, this is a dad, huh? He doesn't look that old. He's proud of his son. Okay, so he's... Here comes the real plot. The gremlins are going... I mean, the munchies are going down into the tubes of the, the, the town. And if they get into the underground storage space, they're going to find toxic chemicals. Now, which, which is the first time these toxic chemicals got mentioned. Right. Now Melvis reminds them that they have to get going for the opening of the golf course, uh, the, the mini golf course. Never mind that their son has died. They don't cancel it. It's really strange. I mean, I get it. It's a comedy, but... Now here's Harvey Corman's great speech comparing himself to the greatest people in the world He really does love the brave table. Okay, here's his speech. Throughout history, civilization advanced for the good of all men when a few great And nights. Ah, I get it. He's comparing himself to these great people, and he's saying, my vision to open Melvis Land, or whatever the name of the mini golf is. It's free for tonight, just for tonight, folks. It's free for tonight. (laughs) I would totally go to that mini golf course. Now she's going to cut the way it's got sold. Now look, do you see the cop touched her butt? Ooh. Do you see it? Yeah, totally. And Melvis yeah. didn't say like, you know, you get off, off my me. butt, officer. Right. Now that is that's gonna pay. Oh, that guy. What the butt grabbing or the screwdriver in butt the Grabbing. Well, the screwdrivers will pay off too. 
Listen, when I told you to sneak drinks into the amusement park, I didn't mean like literal screwdriver. <laughs> Could you get me a screwdriver, bartender? Phillips had her stra straight edge. <laughs> God damn it, just give me a grasshopper. I I'm sorry, sir, we have chocolate-covered crickets. <laughs> it's part of our plant-based appetizer menu. Holy shit, sick of the plant-based. This is not in the kids' movie. This is a bush base. Oh, there you God. Boy, so I'm so mad at it. them. The male leer. Look at that male leer. That gremlin, that critter is me. That munchie is me. Yeah. Thank you, Corvus. <laughs> Look at those toys. Ah! They never take. No, it's so ridiculous. No, they got the prop, you know? That's a part of the universe. Especially if something was phallic, you keep it on. That's like a general rule. I don't know if you saw Zapped again, but he works at a hot dog stand, and they have, like, giant phallic hot dog hats, and he wears it for most of the movie. <laughs> okay, he so... being not Scott Baio. Now, basically, what's happening is the munchies will begin to terrorize the golf course. Oh, I just want to play through. <laughs> wow, this is a real, this must be a real golf course, right? I mean, like... Uh, a real mini fancy. golf place, yeah. Yeah. A guy named Robert Short created the munchy creature effects. So I want to say to you, a guy named uh -huh. Robert Short did did not create any munchy creature effects. They're, to they're stuffed animals. He went to the Toys R Us. Yeah. Yeah. He bought one of these dolls, one of those dolls, and he like pokes stuff together. <laughs> well, they got to do what they got to do. It's the magic of movie and your imagination makes those uh, munchies come alive. Mm hmm. Your imagination, your suspension of disbelief. Never mind the strings. <laughs> The writer Listen, just died. Yeah, just died. He died March third. Oh wow! Let me guess. He was electrocuted by a monkey. <laughs> That's right. Now I don't know if I was ah. that he died because he was he died in Maui, Hawaii. Who did Harvey Corman? No, the uh, writer of this. His name was Lance Smith. Okay, so he wrote, I never heard of this, Love Shack in 1997 and Facade in 1999. I never heard of that. I never heard those movies. I would have known the Love Shack. Love Shack. It's baby. a little PG-13 movie. Yeah, it's 87 minutes. It seats about 20 minutes <laughs> It got a 8.7 and Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody's grooving, baby. Folks, mining up. Oh. Okay. To see the movie Love Shack. Okay, so all we're getting here is more static between the family. You know, uh, he's now right. warning Harvey, that uh, Harvey bad Harvey, that if you cut them up, they multiply. Uh, and unrealistically, they're like, get out of here, kid. We're not believing your bullshit. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, suddenly now it's unbelievable. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's 
father and son moment. Oh yeah, I remember my dad shooting my first shooting the first monkey with my dad. Yeah, we used to shoot gophers. I had a I had a nine. You remember getting lunches with your dad, shooting them in the face in a miniature golf course? Wait, what? The age-old story. Okay, now they're throwing golf balls, and we're getting not hilarious right. at all. This is a cheap, uh, cheap plastic moment. So he's like, "I'm going to cut them up," and Paul is like, "Don't cut you them idiot. up." They, the one thing you're not supposed to do. Right. So he cut his Who head off. Uh, off his leg. That's not a good idea. Cops gonna throw up. And that's why I <laughs> got Now you see what happens. Uh -oh. See, I told you. Just like Gremlins. Oh. So they're down into the... the worst part part. Oh, no, but that's where the nuclear waste is. Yeah. We gotta get to the factory before they get into the underground storage areas. <laughs> what a premise. What a premise. They gotta get... The <laughs> I know. It's... Okay, so... Ooh, he's getting Randy. They've been ordered to arrest, be arrested. It's the flimsiest, dumbest thing. And now Cindy is pretending she's like coming on to Dean, who has a weakness for her. That's why he's always such a meanie to her, you know. Saying, "Please don't take her boyfriend like a cuckold." What's that? But her boy, her boyfriend's in the passenger seat. I'm calling him a cuckold. The boyfriend is no dummy. He knows that she, you know. Oh no, they're at a video store. How meta is this? And the thing you is, probably go to a video store. We end up there too. It's another bad plot twist of this bad movie. In the movie Gremlins, they go and they watch I think Snow White, and they they cut to a scene of all these gremlins in the movie theater watching a movie, and the reference is that's you. You are in the movie theater watching Gremlins in a movie theater watching you back. Uh -huh. And Munchies does the same thing. He went to the video store to buy munch, rent Munchies, and the Munchies now show up to the video store where you saw this movie. It's like if there was a Munchies 9 that they've watched Netflix on. You know, <laughs> suddenly they're watching Netflix. <laughs> Is Roger Corman still alive? Maybe we can get National Lampoon's yes. open micers going. Oh, yeah, he could do it. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Did not have to be in this movie. I heard they got that Clint Eastwood for real cheap. <laughs> what was that, 87? Was that The Unforgiven? Outlaw, such a precious outlaw Jesse Helms? Jesse, uh... Oh, Mike. Mike. Hell, Hell Rider. You, you have to read, you have to watch that film. You can't even... Okay. Let's see what it says. Wait, which one is it? I don't know. I it was doubt it's Eastwood uh, made. Yeah, that's ninety-two. Unforgiven. Well, wait. Maybe you're right because it. Well, anyway. This is eighty-seven. The TV, right? And the TV's charged yeah. with electricity, and when it electrocutes uh -huh. the munchie, he turns back into a statue. Or he turns into a oh. statue. We later learn that they started as. Statue. to the rescue. Mm 
Who even remembers video stores? What a weird concept nowadays. This this whole place could be replaced by Redbox. <laughs> it was a different time, you know it. They we didn't have a delivery. I know store. it. I know it, it well. Physical. It had to be physical. Right. And they made yep. money off of it. And also, that mom and pop shop, that one that they're terrorizing, I bet you they have an adult section in the back. With the bees, <laughs> of course uh, they do. Entrance. That's every yeah. video store's dirty Rock little secret. It's not even a secret. Yeah, well, it's like Blockbuster kind of ruined the fun of it. But anyone that was a Blockbuster had a porno section yep. upstairs. Or like, you had to go to the beads. Now, where are they? They are in the sewer system. Oh, the sewer! No, they're they in the, in the under, sewer like an hour ago. They're in the underground storage area. Uh huh. Munchie's evidence. Oh, was good. I thought that was so. There wasn't an abducted child down there. You always rip me about that. I didn't abduct her. It was consensual. Ask her. You always rib me about Where's that. that there was one time. Right. Oh, yeah. In real life. Uh-oh. You see the spider, spider? Yeah, I see a spider and a man. <laughs> this guy's a good actor. <laughs> spider? Spider on my shoulder? Blah! Is he paralyzed? No, he's a, a wimp. Now look, she doesn't just knock it off. She picks it up because it's from a pet store. Oh, right. It gives it back to the Wrangler. The off-camera the off is the right. animal Wrangler. Now, this could be a moment in the film where we begin to feel some compassion for this cop. He's obviously fronting. But no... Yeah. We don't uh, we don't go there. We don't have any time. We're just being the stupid movie. Don't have time for that. Or synchronous. Uh classic. You ripped that off of Bluto from Animal House. Uh, the joke was that his uh, the cop's uh, watch was completely spazzy. Okay, now we have a scene we don't need. We have three little people, right. and for no reason. Okay, the plot doesn't make sense. Harvey Corman has taken Melvis and the cop to the underground facility, and they're like, we're hungry, we're hungry. And Harvey Corman's like, you're not stopping now. We're hungry, we're hungry. And okay, we'll go through the drive-through. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, and then we cut to the, the people who work at the drive-through. Right, and they're just. This is like every fast food joint I had. I got nothing to do. Speak when clean up the fries there later. <laughs> uh. Now the those three guys who we just saw, the little people. That's it. They're gone for the whole movie. Yeah. Well, they they had to shoot another movie with Corman. <laughs> right, put on like gladiator makeup. Stephen Suddenly, it's like. Okay, you're late for our Conan ripoff. Okay, so the manager's killed by the munchies, and the short people run away. And then 
Harvey Corman's getting no service on his on the drive-through, so they go in. It doesn't make sense. But Don't you find that ironic that the fast food fast food killed the munchies, or the munchies <laughs> killed the fast food? The Usually, munchies. it's the other way around. Yes. Yeah. Listen, he's a cop. What's going on in here? Hey. Is this Florida? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think so. We'll see if it's mentioned in the credits where they shot it. It just seems like a fun place. It's a miniature golf and the fast food joint. I bet you it's some sort of Midwest, like, like New Mexico or Colorado or Utah. It's one of those deserts. Yeah. I mean, we just saw a tarantula. That's right. Yeah, I think you're right. And, you know, it's dusty, dusty roads. They're not exactly desert roads, but... So now a uh, cop is giving the spiel to Cindy, like, you know, I'm moving up in the world, thinking about getting married, you know. And she's like, whatever, creep. <laughs> okay, one guy, Frank Welker, is one of the voices of Munch. Oh, I know him. You do? I'm, I'm, yeah, Frank Welker. He's been the Scooby-Doo's voice for a while. He's a voice talent actor that's been around for decades. Well, it says since and, the uh, in 1969. He played the voice of a dog in Up the Creek. I mean, he's done it all. He's done The Simpsons. Yeah. He, he does, like, all the voices. All the, anytime you need, like, an animal voice, they call him in. Yeah, right. Transformer. He does actual voice. Uh, human voice. I'm a robot. Oh, you're an autotron. Mike, this one's for you. He's Nibbler on Futurama. Nice. Do you? Like yeah, him? I don't like. I you think... know, I once mentioned I mentioned Frank Welker on Twitter like years ago, and like a voice talent website or something like retweeted me and said, "Yes, he is a, a national treasure" or something along those lines. I said, like. You know, has he ever been bad? Because he's in a lot. Of, I don't know if the guy's a creep, but he's like pretty cool. Yeah. You know, someone like that has been in the industry so long. You go, I hope he's a good guy. Really? Uh, I'll leave it like that. Well, I don't know. I never heard any complaints against Frank Welker. Um, here's my complaint. He was curious, George. Have some self-respect. He was in like, Transformers. He was on Garfield's show. Um, well, he's done it all. He was he's honored in 2016 with an Emmy Award for Lifetime Achievement. Okay, here's our rape connection. Okay, yes. Here's a sexual assault scene. This is, guys, I do the Star Trek. Mike does the rape. That's uh, not true. It's just all these movies from the 70s just happen. They all have, like, you know, You've chosen movies. Scenes. I remember you chose. <laughs> yeah. You I did. I chose the third. Well, no, I was say, like, here's a movie about a woman who robs people at trucks and stops and right. is shot by a couple during the 70s. I feel and they're now Christians, right? born again Christians. Right. I go, oh, it sounds great. And when we actually watch the movie, it's horrific. Right. Remember that weird one where the guy f wants to fuck a pig? Oh my god, it was a musical. And it was, yeah. 
And that was terrible. Apocalypse <laughs> Now guy was in it. Yeah. That's all in our archives. Yeah, that was good. I had two people oh, in the I studio watching that it. with us. And they kept... It was a weird... It was like Wink or... S. It had S like an explanation point. Like Skonk? Boink or something. Like or something. Yeah. It was like the, not the hair people, but it was along those lines. Like right. they, it was their other musical. Yeah. Okay, so it was like a hippie theater. <laughs> so you saw the cop grab Melvis's butt, okay? And what we missed right. was Melvis was complaining that she didn't have anything to eat and she was weak, and so the cop was helping her out of the the that truck, and he was totally like up on her you know and she was grinding into him so they were like playing pretending you know behind the husband's back and now they're in an elevator and it's dark with the husband so what do you think melvis and the cop are doing uh ass grabbing yeah like make it out heavy petting this is the irony of the 80s like these artificial foods with uh extreme names you know i have to give it up to corman his films are on like trauma films can you imagine this just produced yeah, by trauma like right. how hard it would be to sit through right so i'm gonna play the audio when we get to the scene in which they find the light inside of the uh elevator i don't know why it's right. funny but it's really funny okay i look forward to it then Okay, so now she's trapped herself uh, in like a – I don't know why a room – it's not a freezer, but <clears> – and Paul's off on his own. Somehow they all got separated, and I kind of don't know why yeah. he's sneaking around. He hears them. This is all parody. That's all satire. Look at this bad effects, this bad puppetry. <laughs> Listen, bad puppeteers need work too, Carl. I guess yes. And they got it. Roger Corman was all about opportunity. You need a gig? Yeah. Can you wave this stuff you down? Yeah, can you wave this stuff at all? I thought of a movie playing with my kids' toys. Yeah. Look, this movie delivers. There's more than one munchie. Hey, look. They're going to cut themselves up and chop themselves so that they can become more munchies. Suicide. <laughs> when they come into two munchies, do they still have a, a remembrance of their previous life? What a good I used to be Stuart. The gods. No, they just become cackling little goon balls. Right. Ah, we like beer. So now yeah, yeah. he turns off the power to all the machines. Okay. So they can no longer chop themselves off. Now somehow he knows how, where to go and everything. Well, there's no one else in the fucking factory. So that was pretty slick of him. Now he's getting electricity going. Oh, right. Because, to turn them into statues. I remember this. Right. He realized that the fire of the gods means lightning. Now he's got a charged electric wire. Gotcha. 
you know, smoke some munchies. Usually you smoke, then you get the munchies. Right. That's the way that they never make a pot reference, even though dude was there. Well, she says, like, he likes to eat. We'll call him munchies. Right. Exactly. He says, it's a fucking high motherfucker. And they sound like teeth, right? The they munchies. Do. Uh-oh. Looks like his tubes are tied. Well, you know the one voiceover guy. He's really good. The other one, not so much. His name is Fred Newman. He's one of the voices of Munchie, or the, you know, the other voices. He's an actor, right. composer, musician, singer, Foley artist, and former talk show host. And that's it. That's all oh, it says. And I'm, all, I'm also a former Munchie. Did I, did I mention that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, you have mentioned. I played a, I played a Mudgy. Yes, yes. Okay, so Paul is Ooh. now electrocuted the ball, but for one. And he's destroying the statues, which is a weird thing to do. Well, he really hates those munchies. Gotta attack the munchies with some snacks. Now, I guess he figures if no he snatches them all, they could never again become munchies, I guess. Right, because I heard if you break them in half, it can happen. <laughs> Look at that. It says 86 on the box. There's an old munchie that's expired by now. One oh, munchie left. Get this puppet off of me. Help, help. I'm being attacked by a He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's jiggling it himself, right? Yeah, right. Electric. Key. Well, we saw that before. What was that Brendan Fraser movie we saw, Nature's Revenge, where like right. a, a furry vengeance, furry vengeance, furry vengeance. There's several scenes where he's holding like a stuffed raccoon, going, "Get away from my face!" <laughs> right. He's the one doing it. Because I mean, yeah, it's hysterical. When you're watching the movie and you're suspending disbelief, you believe he's being attacked. But when you realize it, it's just like, like so silly because there he is shaking a bean bag. But it's so funny though. Like he gives it his all. It's an A, yeah, a performance. Does. Oh look, uh -oh. kiss. Is this the end? Here, let's. Oh yeah. You didn't even notice? Nope. I think I would know. I would like to think I would know. So Harvey is oblivious that they were making out. Well, you know, they're, they're, his stepson just died, so he's probably preoccupied. Yeah, I'm going to get you, Daddy. Cheating on other people's wives. He needs a lift. I got the munchies. I need a lift. I need a lift. Uh, that's very English of you. Yeah. Uh-oh. See, you know I'm doing Waterman, and his name is Waterman. Yes. Oh, so you, you kind of bonded with it. Will you have a character named Waterman on your uh, on Waterman? No, that's an interesting – that's a very funny pre premise. Ah. Like, they could be at the – I'm Waterman. Place. Yeah. I'm Waterman. Like, Who, Sam Waterman? At the uh, police station, and then – the chief calls out Waterman, and they both turn their heads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you, Waterman. 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 
Not you, Waterman. Waterman. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now it's being exposed that he's using toxic waste, but he's putting that toxic waste in the food he makes. Right, it's such classic parody of what we consumed in the 80s. It's like the stuff. Now, the cop doesn't like that he was, you know, he's putting chemicals into the food, so he arrests him. <clears throat> now, you think it might have something to do with him liking Mavis, but no, he arrests Mavis too. What a cop, man. He's going through male harm, uh, menopause. What's up with him? <laughs> Emotional. All right, take them away, boy. So, yeah, yeah. now we're getting the wrap-ups. Okay, so the bad guys are off to jail. The good guys are... Not that the cop is good. Walking off into the sunset. And he's got toxic. the statue for his father. So this is the end of Munchies, huh? What yeah. a way. They're not going to pop up at the end? No, but the... the um. There's an actor coming on screen who's interesting. Um, let's see. Here he is. His name's Paul Bartel. There he is on the left. He was in all these. Oh, my God. I love Paul. Yeah. You know him. Yeah, he's, done, he's directed Corbin movies, of course. Right. He did a great movie called Pratt. He's from Montclair, New Jersey, my friend. He oh. went to high school in Montclair. And so this is all he does. He, he, this is his only scene. He's like, this. I'll give you $20,000 for this. And Corman's like, fuck yeah. It, and he goes, I could send you to LA yeah. to be a comedian. Oh, right. And start your career. Yeah, Paul Bartelli wears the same bow tie and the same blazer and everything. He just yeah. shows up. He, uh, he's usually paired with Mary Warrenoff, who is a right. Warhol girl. And they're, That's they're right. not married, but they always play couples. Eating Raul is probably his first movie. They always play that they're married uh, in movies. Yeah, Eating Raul, 82. Yeah. Lust in the what dust. About, uh, scenes from a class. Uh, scenes from a class, class struggle in Beverly Hills. Yeah, hysterical movie. He did a movie called Private Parts, not not the Howard Stern right, movie, but it's Howard about like a. It's really good. It's a '70s film. I would recommend it. Uh, this woman moves to LA, and I think she becomes a robot or something like that. But like, it's cool. It's like she meets all these freaks in the streets. It's kind of a cool movie. His best thing to me, his best credit is being in Rock and Roll High School in 1979. So we're wrapping oh, yeah. up now. Yeah, was in that too. Yeah, I guess so. Paul Bar you know another movie where Paul Bartel shows up at the end? What's that? Hamlet with Ethan Hawke. Oh. The the Hamlet, the modern day version of Hamlet with Bill Murray and, and Ethan Hawke. Yeah. When they do the duel, he hands off the papers. All right, I wrap here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Yes. We have munchied out. Carl, what did you think of this movie? I think it was bad. It was really not good. And it was fun for your show. But, I mean, the plot made no sense. The jokes fell flat. This was a movie that had nothing for everyone. Ah, I loved it. <laughs> it was such a, a love letter to the 80s. Like, just <laughs> completely dated. 
and you get to see Harvey Corman in it, you know, and that's probably was the draw 40 years ago, 30 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I recommend Munchies. Way to go. (laughs) And then, of course, uh, if you heard last week's episode, we did Munchie, the uh, family-friendly semi-sequel to this movie. And, uh, yeah. All right. I'll just flat out say it. Carl, next week's movie is Munchie Strikes Back. Okay. The final in the Munchie trilogy. Okay. Uh, and we, we played the trailer last week, and we were so disgusted by it, we decided to do Munchies, the first one. Okay. But I'm sorry, man. Is it 94? we got to do it. Uh, yeah, 94, Munchie Strikes Back. All right. Here, for the, for, the audience, for the audience that don't know, uh, all the Munchies are dead in Munchies. But in Munchie, they find another Munchie who's, right. who's a lot fatter and, and talks English. And he's a puppet. And he helps a kid. He helps an adolescent boy, white boy uh, with adolescent white boy stuff. And then, oh, he says, so right, his mom's dating a creep. And right. then, and once he strikes back, the creep is the star of the movie. He's like out for revenge or something. Yeah. Well, Munchie strikes back, too. So it's a, it's a story of two revenges. Right. Well, let's see. Uh, I saw the game credits going, so let's see if the uh, additional thanks to Coop's Restaurant, Cheese and Pasta, Idols West, Robin Rose Ice Cream, Sam Miser Welding. Nice. I guess they don't give the locations of it. Well, it might have passed and we didn't pay attention. I'm sure this was like uh, like New Mexico or... Uh, Let me see. I'm going to type in Robin Rose Ice Cream and see what we get. <laughs> from 1987 you, let's see what you get yeah okay it's a, you know what it's venice california it's already popping up okay anytime restaurant la chowhound so it's uh los angeles robin rose ice cream well san francisco san francisco that's for pile you should go to it it was shot in red so it looks like Rockford Files filming locations, they list uh, Robin Rose Ice Cream on Venice, California. Hmm. All right. That sounds good. Uh, are we, let's watch the trailer to Munchie Strikes Back. Oh, okay. Strikes Back. 19. Trailer. All right. And if audience, would you like to watch the trailer with us? It's available on YouTube. We're just pulling it up right now, as professional as we are. What do you recommend? Uh, official trailer. I see Roger Corman. We watched it last week. Okay. On Roger Corman's official YouTube page. All right. I press I love pause. its official YouTube page. I All am right. zero, zero, zero. All right. Can be the audio? Yes. Yeah, please do. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Old Concord. Oh, no, this is New Concord. New Concord. This is uh, NSST. N standing for New. Ah, uh, there it is. There's the creep. And see, the munchie looks different now. And it's he- not like his face is fatter. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is Howard Hessman. It's not even like Dom DeLuise from the second movie. So and that's a different that white boy. Kid too. Yeah. 
So he's not getting Look out. the kid who ruined his... Uh-oh. Look at him, he's macking. Mudgy. Hot foot. Hot butt. Finally, he's eating a Tic Tac. Hot butt. Uh, why do I keep wooden matches in my butt? Home Alone 8. I knew that was... I know, the marbles. Listen, uh, all you wannabe Kevins, that will kill the wet bandits on uh, if you put marbles in the ground. Wow. See, the car landed on the wheels up, and now it could drive away easily. Ooh, Concord. His shirt's the production. So cheap, he's wearing, like, a production T-shirt. <laughs> Ooh, he blows up the school at the end. I hope it's the end. Yeah. No school for summer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be our next week's movie. We're going to conclude the Munchies trilogy with Munchie Strikes Back from 19... Yeah. Okay, Munchie Strikes uh, Back is one of those copies you hate. Uh, like, it's all zoomed in to a get-around copyright. Oh, no, we can't do it. No, we can't do it. I'm not going to watch it. All right. Is you're there... saved by the bell. Okay. Do I have a different movie lined up? No, uh, i trying well, to find a different version. Uh, I think I know what movie. You had, I had told you that, like, as you know, the premise of this uh, of our podcast, which is wrapping up very shortly, is that I read about these movies and they're on YouTube. And I usually pick the movies, but sometimes I'll pick a movie so bad, uh, I we flip the page and you pick the movie, and yeah. we agreed that these Munchie movies are really bad, so we want to do a different film. So uh, you had mentioned uh, Killdozer, 1974. Uh, all right. There's a trailer. Yeah. But you know what? I see versions that are one hour and 13 minutes. Is that the full-length movie? Uh, let's just see. Yeah. Is that a little All too right. short for you? No, it's fine. I just want to make sure. Sometimes when they post movies, they do it as it's not the real movie. or gets oh, cut at the end. Uh, let you know, like it says full movie. Okay. If you put in trailer killdozer, uh, you will find Foy Wonder. Has the TV commercial. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Let's uh, watch uh, Foy Wonder. It's F O Y Wonder, all one word. Killdozer, right. 1974, ABC TV movie commercial. You could put that in, or trailer Killdozer. All right. Okay. I think this is a TV movie too, Carl. Yeah. Is it? Is this a bad Robert choice? Robert no, this is a great choice. I look forward to Killdozer. Okay, so uh, guys, we're going to watch the uh, trailer to next week's movie, Killdozer, a 1974 ABC movie. And uh, go ahead and give us a countdown there, sir. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Ooh, Saturday at 8.30. <laughs> it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie, I guess. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching Killdozer 1974 uh, next week. Now, wait. So we you hope that you, uh, yeah. You're going you're gonna to do the research? I will. 
Okay. Oh, I look forward to it. I, I'm going to research the movie Killdozer, which wasn't even in the theater. Uh, and because Carl's picking the movie in retribution for watching these Munchies movies. But I still uh, That was... Yeah. Oh, bad. Yeah, oh, I know. So I'm... All right, well, sounds good. Yeah, this is your comeuppance for making you watch Munchies and Munchies. Uh, we'll be doing Killdozer next week. Carl, before we wrap up, anything you'd like to promote? Anything that our audience to know about? Uh, no, no. You can come down to the open yeah. mic on Tuesdays. Yeah. Uh, and be there in person. Be responsible, but be there. Uh, <laughs> okay, or don't. Being. You know what? No, uh, yeah. I discourage you from going to the open mic. It is. Oh, right. come on. Right. No, no let's socially right. distance. Yeah. It's not over yet, folks. It's not over yet. Right. It's not over yet. But we want to keep you sane and safe. And uh, I have nothing, a lot not going on. Uh, but if you go to issue.com, that's issue spelled I-S-S-U-U, and you search for Savage Henry, you'll see my latest contribution to the Humboldt County Humor Magazine uh, in PDF form. How exciting is that? Uh, that's it. Carl, thank you so much. Thank you. It was always a pleasure talking with you and watching a movie with you. Audience, thank you so much. Always a pleasure as we let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube. And we hope you still subscribe to LWFLMOYT, our Twitter page, and our YouTube page, and we're also on Facebook by the full title.
if you are listening to Mutiny Radio on a Sunday, I don't know what's wrong with you, but thanks for doing that. Um, hey, we're just hanging out in the stew, trying to uh, entertain you folks with something not political. <laughs> Three clowns talking about kombucha. Yeah. How about the weather? That's it's the worst thing you could possibly say. Anytime so anyone smoky. brings up the weather, I'm like, it makes you have nothing scared. else to talk about, though. Like, there's there's nothing else except, oh, look, we're all experiencing this same weather right now. That's about I've had some good conversations about weather, though. Like, it really is something that we all experience. It's kind of cool with strangers. It is warm, huh? And yesterday was cold. It really was, though, wasn't it? And we both experienced that. Thank you very much. The world is so small. Natural disasters. Those are those are exciting enough, right? Dude, big basins gone. Like the nas- the natural the national park, like the, That's the really actual sad. spot. Yeah. Uh, we we just went there on a little picnic endeavor, and then like two days later, it was like big basin tur- burning down, <laughs> all of it. Yeah, like the visitor center and everything. It's all gone. Because the apocalypse is upon us? Well, I don't know. I I always, I think that the apocalypse is just an excuse uh, to not deal with the issues that are going on. But I have a theory. Well, it's not like a theory. It's just a superstition. Because this Ouija board demon told people that the world was going to end in 2020. So I just want 2020 to be over. Like, I on on New Year's Eve, I told this to people. I was like... The world is going to end in 2020. I'm going to get blackout drunk, and then I got taken to the hospital. Because <laughs> um, the Ouija board demon? Was that on Twitter or what? No, it wasn't on Twitter. When I was in middle school, I researched this Ouija board demon because my mom experienced it, and then multiple other people experienced it. So I researched this Ouija board demon, and apparently the world, he said that the world is supposed to end in 2020. His name is Zozo, and that's why his <laughs> name is Zozo, because it's like a Z is like a two. And an O is like his Dude, that's crazy. Right? But also he's like the king of deception, so that's another thing that makes me feel that makes me feel okay. Did did you see the Mayan calendar thing actually got moved to like twenty twenty five or something? They're like, Oh wait, we weren't wrong. No, first it got moved first it got moved to twenty twenty. Like it got moved to like the middle of the summer (laughs) in twenty twenty and I was so scared. I was like, This is the day. This is it. I'm well, the person crossed. who made the calendar was dyslexic. He actually meant 2021. Ooh. Yeah. Or <laughs> the apocalypse could just mean uh, a time of great change. Maybe we're going to realize some things and and become yeah, better. The world will end as we know it. Yeah, the the you know we're living in grime. Have you guys ever seen? Um, Oh shoot! What was that movie about the 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 pixies in the forest? It was animated. Fern Gully. Fern Gully, yes. Yes. So it's basically like we're living in the muck. Yes. And we got to get out of there, or things are gonna, you know, ramp up gonna, to yeah. worse things. Another theory that I have about the world ending is that I'm gonna die because if. It, like it, my perception as a human being is the world. It's the Donnie Darko theory. Yeah, 
I never Don- saw it. Donnie Darko, the, wor- wor- the world's going to end, mm. the world's going to end in this amount of time, and it was just his, his world. His world, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, maybe, maybe I watched Darko. Donnie Darko too many times as a kid. <laughs> That's not a kid's movie. It's, it's not, like, it's no. Not, it's not a kid's movie. It's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal would be looking hot in that movie, though. Yeah. With no He's really eyebrows. Moody. He's really moody. It's good. It's really yeah, that's cellar door. my thing. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, her little character, that said cellar door, the two most beautiful words in the English language. Now shut up. Cellar door. Cellar door. Cellar door. Still waiting on that libertarian revolution. <laughs> Noel no Wiley and uh, and uh, Drew Barrymore having an underground secret passionate affair in the middle of Donnie Darko. Some people <laughs> don't notice everything in that movie. There's oh, a lot yeah. going on. A torrid affair. I get it confused with Pan's Labyrinth. Which, really? Which one is the one with the hand eyes? Hand eyes is Pan's Pan Labyrinth. That's not. Oh, Donnie, Donnie Darko's Darko the is bunny the head. Big bunny. Okay. Okay. Frank. Yeah. Frank. The These big are blind bunny. spots. Have you seen the movie Frank though? No. Yes, the one with the big like big mask guy, mascot and head. he decides to go to South by South, like take a band to South by Southwest. Yes, he's too weird for the world. So, man, eighth grade Aaron was like, I too am too weird for this world. I'm too artsy and sensitive. No one will ever understand. See, this is why I like Aaron. He's basically Jake Gyllenhaal and Donnie Darko. <laughs> I'll tell you as a comment, I've never seen I've never seen Jake Gyllenhaal in anything. What? Whoa. He's one of those actors I've accidentally avoided. How? Day after tomorrow. He's in everything. Nightcrawler. No, he's no, no, no. He was in Zodiac. I've seen Zodiac. Okay, there you oh, go. Oh yeah. He was. He sucked in that movie, dude. He was way too pretty. He was way too pretty to be like the nerdy outcast, antisocial. That was. That was his affair with Robert De Niro, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Mark Ruffalo at the same Mark time. Mark Ruffalo, I like because he looks like a regular dude. Jake Gyllenhaal is way too pretty to be. Jake Gyllenhaal what he was. is like transitioning into being a character actor. Have you guys seen this? Have you guys heard about this? He's transitioning <laughs> into being a character actor because, like, the last few movies, like Oakjaw, um, that movie where he's a Oakjaw was great. Oakjaw was amazing, but What's he was Oakjaw? a character actor in that, right? Oh like, he was God. just like meow, 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 weird. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He was What's all Oakjaw? Weird. It's okay. It's this amazing movie about. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's like a vegan movie. It's like you shouldn't eat animals, essentially. <laughs> but it's it's really good. It's about this genetically modified pig, and there are ten genetic genetically modified pigs around the world, I think. And it's a contest to see who could raise the biggest one, and then the biggest one like has like a family, and they like fall in love with it, and then but they won, so they I don't know. It's, they it's, try to kill the. They, and then they realized, like, they were going to eat these. They didn't realize that it was the... Yeah. They didn't realize. Yeah. That they were going to shoot him oh. in the head and murder. That scene That's at that the, end when oh. they're in, the, in the processing plant is like... Ugh, it's so... Classic up. Charlotte's Web. Yeah. That's they a great know. movie. Charlotte's Web. Yeah, the it's, live action that's one. That's a great novel. I prefer the novel. Yeah, Thank the you. novel's good, too. <laughs> Dude, have they made The <laughs> Giver into a movie? Yeah, yeah they have. It's... Awful. Okay, it's not good. that's too bad. That book—that's a fire-ass book. Speaking of fire in the sky, the uh, asteroids are gonna uh, collide with the uh, Earth uh, this summer. Dude, what summer. if what if an uh, asteroid said was that like four what times? If, what if an asteroid was about to hit Earth, but then it got picked up by a fucking hurricane and threw that shit at another planet? That's impossible. No, but no, no, no. I no, like no. the imagination. And then it got shot by lightning while it was getting picked up by the hurricane, so it got put on fire. And it got shot up to to another planet, 
like Saturn and then it hit Saturn and, and then it turned out there were people living on Saturn and they were like Earth just attacked us and Oof. then and then they attack us and then that's Yeah. We can't have that. No, we should dude. just take it. I've seen it happen. Sacrifice. You've seen it happen. Uh the whole the whole asteroid thing, it's like if there was actually an asteroid coming, they would go to they would go shoot it. There's a no movie about that too, it. isn't there? With they will go shoot at it. Nah, I think they, because we can mine on With asteroids. Nukes, they, yeah, they'd shoot it or some they shit. They would nuke it. They would nuke that asteroid. They would nuke the shit. They would out nuke of the shit out of that asteroid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they probably have like diamonds and shit on the inside, honestly. And it, the 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 debris field that it would make. We sick. Uh? Everybody gets a souvenir. Yeah. No. Mostly it would hit water though. Just as long as it doesn't like hit the Earth, so that the the like, like the whole thing like shakes, like that's fine. If it's just a tiny a bunch of tiny asteroids, then only a little bit of people die. What if it just took out Ohio? What if it just <laughs> would that crushed be Ohio? Would that be enough to quench your bloodthirst? It have yeah, right. to get Indiana too. Indiana? <laughs> yeah. There's not that many people in. But there's enough. <laughs> okay. To be a problem. Enough to be a problem. That's like. 3% of America. Plus, that'd be so fresh to have, like, a fat-ass volcano next to Chicago. No. Volcanoes are scary. Volcanoes are savage. You can they, throw people into the middle of them. You can look down into them and think about shit. I heard you can throw the next iPhone into a volcano, and it'll survive. That's crazy, because my iPhone is cracked. Yeah? Well, yeah. the next one has a release date. You can throw it into a volcano. Cool, I get an upgrade in five months. Let's let's rage. Let's get that new. I thought you up. just got new phones for free because you've broken like eight of these. You've shattered like but eight I of the same model phone. Them. I know, but That's you still insurance. get a new phone. That's insurance, baby. Yeah. Cop that insurance, absolutely. Cop that insurance for three phones on the same insurance yes, plan. Sir. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, but they sir. take it back. They take the old phone back so that you're yeah, really do. just They're getting a new phone. They're supposed to, no, but they never I have. have not ever sent it to them. Yes. Little oh. little known fact, um, yeah. touchscreen technology is actually the dead souls of Chinese babies. That's what oh. I hear. Actively in there moving Actively shit for in you. There, yeah. so that's it's why all the apps quake when you like. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's why they trembling. <laughs> that's why your phone dies all the time. Is that oh. they're they're already dead. It's like they're a Sid's tired. baby. It's a dead. Tired, tired. The soul. That they just put just the soul. Just the souls <laughs> of dead Chinese babies. That's what iPhone t touchscreen technology is actually made from. Little known fact. Glad to put that out there. I'm glad to know that. I hear the Windows phones are from souls of developers that sold out in high school. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, I saw an ad begging people to be program app developers today on Reddit. Oh, you want to develop an app? Just let's to like, be a software developer. No, let's, develop. let's develop a phone sex app where it just calls into me in your radio and you immediately get charged $100 on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a phone sex app is. Uh, essentially, but this all the proceeds go to Muni Radio in this I'm, situation. I'm, I'm down with that. Um, other other little known little known fact: uh, the Rubik's cube was actually the first test for autism. Whoa! Ooh. Like if you solved it or if you couldn't, <laughs> or if you it came out like a Both. circle. Oh. It came out like a circle. Yeah. Just, little, just bring you guys just little known facts. Because little it, important things. Because it makes you think about like systems and shit, right? Interesting. I could never do one of those. That shit was hard. Dude, is my uncle hella autistic? 
I don't know, Can man. he do a Rubik's Cube? He's really yes. Yeah, he's he good creates puzzles. puzzles. Like he he's creates like the super hexagonal yes, ones that are like autistic. this big. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Can he taught I, me how to juggle. Can I get a little personal with you guys? Of course. Well, it's just that the Doritos Supreme Wrap at uh, Taco Bell is like one of my uncle's favorites. No, I'm just kidding. I was trying to put some product placement in. Um, some Rubik's woman <laughs> was arrested for s two women were s were arrested for stealing MAGA hats. Swag. Wow, that's good for cool. them. Is Dude, that, is that the furthest extent of that? In, man. <laughs> but like very anti-society, but also like anti-capitalism, but also the most pro-capitalism for stealing MAGA hats. If I could get even more personal. I've been getting so many friend requests from bots and scams. I don't know what to do. I said horny on Twitter and then like 15 people followed me and, and then messaged me and I just had to block them all, which sucks because I need that ratio. Right? I need it, but I don't want to I don't want to fuck with that. How often do you go through your following and unfollow people that don't follow you back? Cuz I do it <laughs> daily. Like every 2 days. I got another unfollow recently and I was like y'all y'all tripping, dude. I it, it's some people that like I met at a party and talked to for like 10 minutes and they're like, "Wow, you have a Twitter?" And then and then they unfollow me later and I ask myself why I'm hurt. But just last night I was at Dolores Park and some guy walks over. He's like, "Hey man, you got a spare cigarette? And I'm like, yeah, here you go. And he's like, oh, man, you know, I like your, uh, what did he say? What did he say he liked? Your Twitter? No. <laughs> he said he liked, oh, shoot. Is it something I'm wearing? Maybe my shirt? Maybe my tie? Anyway. Tattoo, um, maybe? We got talking, and he was he was cool, and he was like, we got really talking, okay? And I kind of like steered it in some directions, but um, I told him I was a comic, and I told him I was uh, an actor, and he was like, oh, dude, have you been in anything? And I was like, yeah, this thing. And he was like, no way, I'm totally into that. And I was like, well, y you want to see it? What you was know, the he's thing? Like, Can I see it? Where is it? And I'm like, you should follow me on Instagram. That was the first time I told someone to follow me on Instagram. I have and more questions now. What were you in that he liked? Uh, 13 Reasons Why. You were? What? Who yeah. were you? I was... <laughs> you didn't... <laughs> Did you kill yourself? <laughs> you guys are going to be so surprised when I tell you. Then tell us. That I was also in the new Steve Jobs movie no one saw with Michael Fassbender, Seth Rogen, Kate totally Winslet. totally see that. Shit, that's crazy. But what did you play in these? Okay. Were you an extra? I was just an extra. I was an extra no. in Empire, but you could see me, dude. Whoa. I was an extra in Empire. That's t where? Uh, what, yeah. what episode? Um, I don't remember. It was bitch. like season. It was like season six something. But it was it was the it was one where we all had to stand in the park, but I was in the front because I was a cute little indie kid who had like a little <laughs> a little uh, pixie cut, and I was wearing a little dress and some some little Doc Martens, and everyone was like, wow. Like, everyone who was watching the show looked at me, and they were like, wow, that girl's a star. Wow. <laughs> and, that, and then she played the but part of waitress. Who, but it, the thing is, Empire has fallen off so much that no one really watched that episode, so no one important saw it. But if someone important had seen it, 
then I would be a movie star right now. Ah. Dude, <laughs> it, did, 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 didn't Fool stop watching it because Jesse Smollett faked a hate crime? Yeah. That was before Jesse Smollett faked a hate crime. That was before Jesse oh. Smollett faked so you, a hate you crime. Got, you were on the were train before it cried. Yeah, they were already. I, yeah. Sister's famous now, though. They must have like a really good agent or something because Journey Smollett is now in uh, Lovecraft Country, some podcast uh, it's commercial a, I keep getting. It's a it's a oh, movie, yeah. yeah but it's, it's a, a it's a new show on HBO, which I'm kind of excited about because it's a uh, what's it called? It's a uh, Jordan Peele joint. Oh, Jordan yeah. Peele joint. It's a Jordan Peele joint. But why do the Smollets just get to be famous? Like it really must be networking or something that they're like Jesse's out, Journey's in. No, I don't yeah. know who either of those people are. Really? At all. I have never, I have no idea who they are, no idea what they look like, no idea. Jesse Smollett was the sensitive gay guy on Empire. Empire. I don't know what Empire it's is. It's a TV oh. Really? Show. Okay, it's, it's a, a, a Chicago-based TV show, but it was pretty popular for a yeah, while. Yeah, it's on FX, few, right? Yeah, it's on FX. It's about a black record label that releases, like, rap records. Yeah. Is Jesse Smollett white or black? He's black. black. Yeah, yeah, they, he, he faked a hate crime, like, saying that someone was, uh, shouting racial slurs and homophobic slurs. And then they threw bleach on him and put a noose around his neck, and then when the police came to his house, he still had the noose around his neck, and he was like, I just wanted you guys to see it, like, I didn't take it off, and they are like, you can take it off now, and then it turned out that he hired those guys. Yeah, so it was all faked. Why would anybody do that? For publicity and he, for money. He didn't like, yeah, he didn't like his salary, apparently. That yeah. was amazing. <laughs> He's, yeah, also, I, yeah, ugh. Yeah. I don't think it helped him, but he definitely got lots of publicity. He just kind of can't use it. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of SNL sketches about him being, like, like faking other, it, it's funny. Chris Redd plays Jesse Smollett. He's still getting defended though, just for his identity. You know, I, I, I said something vaguely like Jesse Smollett joke, haha, and then I got like four, yeah, dare. like four people hit me up and they were like, don't, don't, don't trivialize the struggle of a black man. I was like, I'm not, just this one in particular. His struggle sucks. What are you talking about? He doesn't have a struggle. He paid people to do a hate crime against him. He paid the money. I Lame. mean, if Dave Chappelle makes fun of you, I think that's the nail in the coffin. Yeah. As far as everyone should go. He's he served his time. He did it to himself though. I know. There was a girl at our college right after the Jesse Smollett thing happened who stabbed herself in the park. Oh, right. <laughs> and told everyone that she had been stabbed. And there was no wound. She didn't something? call the police. She just went she like slashed herself. And so she went to the she went to the dorm and she was like, "Can someone call the police? I just got stabbed in the park." And they were like, "Why didn't you call the police when you were in the fucking park, bro?" And it turns out she faked it. She just slashed. Why herself. would anybody do that? Attention. I, attention. Yeah. yeah. But there's so many easier. I mean, you Sometimes know. I think about it. Like pills, I... pills in the bathroom. You know, litter. You know, laying on the. You go into the dorm bathroom and you fall. You lay on the floor and you scatter the pills around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you go like, Because then people really until... think that you're like struggling, like mentally. Yeah. Yeah. They can't call you out for it. But if you he... if you cut yourself, they're like, well, how did you get? If you, once you bring cops into it, they're gonna actually find out what happened, and you're gonna have to be like, uh-huh. yeah. Actually, diss me now. Take those emotional problems I had to do this in the first place and just fuck with them. Yeah, I don't. I think that she uh, she at least changed majors after that happened. 
Oh, good what, for what her. Would, I, what would that? I don't understand. Just I don't to know what be around different different people. Yeah, different people. No, no, not a lot of people actually know what she looks like. Oh, I just, do. It's the bike it girl. It's the bike girl that. Oh. It's the bike girl. We used to think she was so cool. Yeah, we all Aww. thought she was so cool. She used to wear these big Genko jeans all the time, and she rode like a, a bike cut. and would like smoke a cigarette on the bike. She was and an then androgynous. she pretended to get stabbed. <laughs> so now everyone thinks she's a loser. That's not metal at all. She used to be so like one of those androgynous art school kids, and now she's still one of those, but one of the lame ones. What brings you to the point where you're like, this sounds like a good idea? I have no I'm idea. I'm gonna get a knife in the park. And did she uh, did she describe who it was? I think she said it was a black man. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No. You're right. You got to add that extra layer of <laughs> <laughs> of, tr- of shittiness. Yeah. Do you think uh, Juicy Smollier, uh inspired her to do it that? It was like right after that. Yeah. It was like right after that, which is so funny because they had just found out that he did a hoax. So maybe she was like... But I'm smarter than Jesse Smollett. I'm not going to hire anybody. I'm just going to slash myself and say that someone else did it. Wow. She dreamt it, and she stuck by it, though. Stuck. She stuck by it. <laughs> but, um, but it's so embarrassing because the whole school gets, like, an email. Like, so the whole school got an email about this girl getting stabbed in the park, and we are like, oh, shit. And then the whole school gets another email, like, disregard that other thing. No one got stabbed in the park. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. I know, like no one told it. Like we Fuck we found out bitch. because of rumors who it was, but um, but no Dude. one. It, it, it's just e- it's still embarrassing. Those emails There's fucking so suck too. So many other ways to have a cry for help. Oh yeah. You know, living in Chicago, like in the kind of downtown area, there's a lot of shady shit that goes on. We get those emails every time anything bad happens. Like we got an e- we get emails about people dying and all the fucking time from like a, like so they they sent us an email that said a, cro- a, a man succumbed last night in front of the Potbelly Sandwich Shop. You have to yeah. put your cord back in. You, it kind of buzzed out when you were messing with it. But yeah, he succumbed. Lifting the veil. Sorry. He succumbed. Well, I'm succumbing. Succumbed to what? Just from he got into a fist fight. Yeah, yeah, and the other guy made Whoa. him succumb. Made him you succumb. can yeah. you can die from a fist fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I seek out those videos online. No, I hate that. I I don't like the ones with gore. I just like it when they get like yossed and they're just like on the ground like, and then you read later that they died. Whoa. So real sociopath hours. Did nobody else? Nobody likes like like watch people watch die. People die and stuff. No, I don't no, like no, the no. gore and I don't like anything that's like sad like that. But watching like a light pole just fall on a car, I mean like someone died. It's like wow, life is fragile. It changes I can't your whole watch day. A skateboarder wipe out or hit his nuts on a rail. That's different. I don't like to see them with like a broken arm or some shit. That's awful. But his. Okay, when someone hits their balls, dude, tell me that's not funny. Tell me that's not fucking hilarious. But it's hilarious. Uh, it's witty. It's clever. It's fucking it, hilarious. Perfect timing every time. The comedic timing on someone getting hit in the nuts is just so funny. Dude, I used to watch America's Funniest Home Videos just to see dudes get hit in the balls. It's so funny. Never gets old. I could do an HBO show about that. Oh, like. Ow, my um, balls. America's Funniest Home Videos? America's Funniest Dude Getting Hit in the Dick videos. Yeah, that has to be on HBO. Ball, ball fondlers. For those of you Entourage. at home, I just 
hit Aaron in the dick really hard. Baltraj. Well, hang on. <laughs> I was just listening to Joe Rogan. I, my my you YouTube. Is that is that it? Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. I was just on this YouTube tangent, and the algorithms were putting me on this path, I guess, and. It was talking, uh, Joe Rogan was talking to an author who was like putting her career on the line, talking about um, trans people and how. J.K. Rowling? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, body dysmorphia can make people do weird things. You know, some people want to be amputees. Double right, amputee. right, right, right. No, I've and 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 people who think they're in the wrong body, it's mostly men who like hate their genitalia, so they like punch and cut their penises. Wow. Uh, sorry, listeners at home, uh, get a get a drink of water, and buckle up. <laughs> um, buckle up. Eh? Tell me, tell me. Uh, sometimes you don't just want to be smooth down there. Does anyone else just? I just want to be like a Ken like doll. Like a Ken doll, just, like a doll. <laughs> just smooth. Are Barbies just as smooth or? Is just as well, it actually they have little patterns like so it looks like they're wearing underwear but they're not colored patterns they're just little like it looks like they're wearing little underwear. Yeah, they're flesh colored underwear. Yeah. Hey, that, that's the Wait, best kind nipples? of underwear. They do don't Barbie? have nipples now. What? Yeah, that would be. What yeah, about super never? cold Barbie? What? <laughs> what about really cold Barbie? Oh, there was there was one smooth. called Growing Up Skipper, where you twisted her arm and she had a her chest was um, like rubber and so when you twisted her arm her boobs would grow out, and you twisted it's called Growing Up Skipper, it's a wow. real Barbie doll from the seventies. That's 70s. awesome. <laughs> you can look it up. They have them on eBay still. Growing Up Skipper. You know, I thought <laughs> I heard that Ken and Barbie were actually brother and sister. Hot. No, I don't think no, so. No, Aaron. It's a little. It's no to what? No, no to them. Always, Ken was always Barbie's boyfriend. There were some other guys too that came, but a lot of, a lot of, parents like my mom wouldn't let me get a Ken doll. I wasn't allowed to have Ken dolls. I was only allowed to have Barbies. You so, know, you see, they think that it'll weird. stop you from trying to have sex with the dolls, like trying to make them have sex. But I still did it. You know, I still lesos. Still scissored the, <laughs> scissored the shit out of my Barbies. Do you guys remember that the Oreo made like a, a Barbie, like a branded Barbie, and they made it black? No. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> no. It was not good. Mm. Also, the pregnant Barbie, that was also like a child, not good. Mm. Barbie is a very problematic company. You know what's not as problematic, even though everyone saw them as like the slut Barbies? Bratz. Bratz. Bratz is not as problematic. They they have a ton of representation. They make they make your body dysmorphia way worse because that's on a like having a big ass head like that. I wish I had a I wish I had a big ass head like that. That's some fucked up I, shit. No, I didn't want to be a Barbie. I wanted to be a brat, but also I'm not I'm not like that. That's not me. Like I'm I'm tame, you know? I'm all Impala. natural. I wanted to be an airplane. <laughs> yeah, your body dysmorphia says. Yeah. I um, want to be an airplane. My propeller is too small. <laughs> I barely have a propeller. Thank you. <laughs> I was told I could be anything. And there was a book with my face in it, a photo of me. And every page I turned, it would say, 
And look, you can be a fireman. And I did this and that. And then the next page, astronaut. And then the next page, farmer. Okay, serious question. If you could be anything, like not like career-wise, just like any object or animal, what would you be? Sea turtle. Why is that? Or Galapagos why? turtle. Just why? They live forever. That's true, but are they happy? I've seen them, seen them pretty happy. Yeah, because they like... I think turtles are the only things that I've really seen fuck. You know? Like, turtles fuck. This tastes like shoe leather. <laughs> I'd want to be a trout. Yeah. A trout. Yeah. A Which common sh- house trout. Dude, trout are so sick. That's, a, that's, that's my first. What about you, Bo? Brick. A brick. Like in a wall? Like a kilo? In a I would want to be the brick that was thrown at Stonewall. You want to be a brick, just join the American school system. <laughs> right, right. What about you, Pam? Maybe a squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel, flying squirrel. No, not flying squirrel, just it's a running race. squirrel. I think I'd be a cat or a dog just because I want to be a pet, you know? Like, I I, I, I want the... I am used to certain oh, luxuries in life that I am not willing to give up. I changed my mind. Yeah, I want to be a bird, but I want to be like uh, like an outdoor bird that's also kept at home, in a home without cats. Nice. Thank you. Pretty specific. Where do you keep Why your charging station? Eaten? Oh, uh, yeah, I want to be a c- I want to be a bird with with human hands so I can continue my writing career. <laughs> <laughs> bird with a su- successful blog. Oh, if we can go imaginary, well, then I want to be uh, my my uh, astrological sign, uh, Sagittarius. What is a Sagittarius? What the fuck? Yeah. Mixed with a Scorpio. What? I- what is a Sagittarius? Why don't you just be a Cancer? It's like, like a what is it? What animal? Is centaur. It? Oh, a centaur. Nice. Hmm. Who's also an archer? What's the cellar door? Cellar door. <laughs> this is the Sunday, the lazy Sunday radio hour with <laughs> Pam Benjamin. Wake up, sleepyhead. You left Mutiny Radio on last night. <laughs> now we're here. It is uh, almost five, and you are not up yet. Let's. Well, we were. I was here last night until three in the morning. Really? Yeah, and then I walked home. Oh my gosh. Yeah. At three from here, got home at four. Who, whose birthday was it? Um, a couple of the neighbors. A so it was. It was like a group birthday party for like three different neighbors. Wow. wow. And uh, and it was really fun. Welcome to being older, neighbors. Yeah, they had they had good food. I didn't. I should have eaten more of their delicious food, but I didn't. Because I was drinking all of their delicious beer. <laughs> it's hard to eat food and drink beer at the same time. Well, and there was the mask issue, like having it on, taking it off, drinking, eating. Yeah. They enforced the mask rule? Well, yeah, halfway through, I wasn't wearing my mask. And uh, some people were, some people weren't. It was outside in the front. Um, okay. But then at one point, the guy whose house it was, he like kind of came up to me with the mask thing. And I was like, oh, I have one on. I'll just wear it. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm asthmatic or something like that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's your party. Your rules. It's cool. And so then I had my mask on. I wasn't like shamed or anything, yeah. but I, they wanted me to wear it. I think they all think I'm dirty maybe or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've got the vid. I don't Everyone always <laughs> looks at me like I have it. I'm like, I don't. Who's I just smoke. 
Yeah, I'm just Because you cough. Sometimes I cough nasty, though. I cough more when I don't smoke, which is weird. Like, when I don't smoke for one day, I'll be like, and then everyone's like, um, are you okay? Are you COVID safe? And I'm like, no, yeah, I, my lungs are just trying to heal very desperately from all the smoking I do. <laughs> I get a lot of people, like, coming up to me and, like, telling me their problems. It's just, it just always happens. It especially happened when I was a Lyft driver, but it always just seems to happen. I could be at a, a party. It's a good thing. They just yeah. see you as a good listener. Yeah. Oh, well, that's I, good. I can, you know, I have the wisdom of the ages. Right. Okay. But uh, they they come up to me, and sometimes if there's too many circling me, I feel like like uh, I'm in the middle of a feeding frenzy. <laughs> Of empathy. Yeah. <laughs> so I just start hacking up a lung, and then they they all, d you know. Back off. Yeah, disperse. Yeah. Sometimes I'm amazed at how genuinely and beautifully empathetic I am to people and how good of a listener I am. What's that it, like? It's it's really hard sometimes. It Right, Pancake? It, it weighs on a person. I'm nodding. Yes, yeah. For See, those of you at home, Pancake is empathizing with me right now. You know, what, you know what I learned all the time: being anxious about what other people think of you is not the same as empathy, and that's not at you. That's just in my life. Wow, Aaron. That's not at you. As soon as I said, I was wow. like, oh, that's not a diss. Aww. Dude, I'm way better at accidentally dissing fools than I am at coming up with disses in a fight and dissing fools. I can't do it. Idiot. Cheers to that. Pam is wearing a Golden State Warriors <laughs> belt buckle. That's a classic. I've never Same seen it before. Same belt, too, or is it you just move the buckle to different belts? The belt actually isn't printed. It says Warriors on it, too. It's, uh, it's gold. It's got that the GS over sick. here. Swag. It's got a, the I'm back a Bulls fan. Pretty boy swag. I used to be a Spurs fan, but then I became a Bulls fan because I moved to Chicago. And now maybe I'll be a Golden State Warriors fan. That's easy. I don't know even know if they're... I don't know if they're ever going to bring it back. What's going on? Basketball? With, or did they they already brought basketball back? It's all it's going on right now. <laughs> they're trending. The playoffs. They're every other trending. Uh, it's always hashtag. the NBA. Didn't yeah. so didn't LeBron like be like someone wasn't wearing a mask? Like tattletale on. Dude, <laughs> Are they Rudy playing with masks Gobert. on? No, no, they can't be. They're in a playing. bubble. They can't see anybody else. Rudy Goberg at the beginning of this this virus thing, he was like, I don't believe that. And after a press conference, he was like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. He, he touched started all the touching mics. everything. And then the next day, two days later, he tests positive for COVID. And he had to pay the league. He had to, like, he might not come back next year to the team because they're pissed at him. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Fuck him, dude. That's so funny, dude. I love when people are idiots. That's the most, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Idiots to the point of. Death? No, one died in that situation. But he's causing it too. Like the village. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's gross negligence. Yes. I feel like oh yeah, definitely. Or something. I mean, we were. Oh, I was. I was uh, locked down here. I was told to shelter in place while I was here, in the middle of a show. And oh, why? The the landline got a call and said with the automated voice, shelter in place, uh, state of emergency. For what? 
the fire or the for COVID. For COVID, really? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That was three sixteen. They had a lot of shelter in place orders in Texas. Like you couldn't come from outside or in El Paso specifically, you couldn't come from outside of a hundred miles of El Paso and not quarantine for two weeks. Whoa. Yeah. So when we go back, hopefully they're still kind of open, but I have no idea. All the bars are open. No, the bars aren't open. In El Paso? The bars aren't yes, open. They are. No, they're not. The bars aren't open. The ones that don't have food are not open. But the bars that have food are open. So I go to Wing Daddy's and I'm like, I, yeah, well, I'm going to sit outside and get a margarita. But that's no one else sits outside because it's fucking 107 degrees. Tight. So, so I, I'm just like, I just need my margarita. But they, it takes you forever to get served outside too. So I'm just like, I just need my margarita. And then I'll cool down. But it's Margarita with the shot. Fast forward. When we were in El Paso, we stayed at the Holiday Inn, and apparently the entire military base there was also staying at the fucking Holiday Inn for some reason. Like, the bar- the barracks were closed, so there were, like, a bunch of soldiers staying there. Oh, yeah. Oh. It was hella weird. It was hella weird. Like, we ended up doing coke with three soldiers for, like, hours. And they were just like, like you boop, kill people. They weren't staying there. They, those are my friends that I invited uh. over. Even the one, even that yeah. one guy? Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, right. I I guess they weren't part of that group, but there were military. There were military there. guys Lots staying there, guys. but we we smoked weed with the military guys. We didn't do right. Yeah, okay, that were staying there. Thanks for that. You're welcome. I just wanted to correct you on air. Keep the memories straight. I need to Keep correct people. It is it is my duty as a human <laughs> to correct people in any situation that we're in. Do you have a journal? Do you write, I do have a journal. You write down your days. No, I don't. I just have a really good memory. So did I. Did. I. Do you remember when you did? I, re- I remember when I used to have it. I forgot when I lost it. I have a really good memory, sense. but I'm very forgetful in the short term. Like, I will forget my keys. I will forget my phone. You know, stuff like that. You don't. I lost my. I forgot my phone. I was setting it down on a BART station platform. No. And I got on the train. And I was like, ah, I better check the... Oh, wait. Uh, Then I turn around. And then it takes like 15 minutes to get back to the station. One station away. I'm 15 minutes away from the station I was just at. And wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you? Dude, the BART sucks because if you miss a train, you have to wait like 28 minutes for the next one. Fuck that. And you have to watch like three more go by. Yeah, Mm -hmm. one time Aaron got on the BART and I was like stuck because I was trying to get in but I didn't have any money on the card or whatever. Because she's slow. And uh, (laughs) he got onto the train and I watched him pull away (laughs) and I was like Aaron, I'm not on the train with you. (laughs) And we had to wait forever. I I physically could not process in my brain how it (laughs) took you so fucking long. Because, okay, there was like some uh, it was like overdrawn from a long time ago because it was his mom's card and I'd never used the bar. Overdrawn? Yeah, something like that. So and I had like to go to the of dude. The clipper card sucks. The yeah, because if you don't clip off with the clipper card, it charges you for like the rest of the fucking day. It charges you as much as it can. The Caltrain, I had forty bucks, forgot to clip off. The next day I come back, I got like eight. Because it just went up and down, up and down, up and down. 
yeah. fucking bl- that's how they See? get you that's why it took me so long plus i don't know how to take the bar anyway so i was like already at a learning curve of like trying to fucking take it Aww. so it sucks yeah, bart is the least oh, good public no, transit they're getting too. rid of paper tickets they're gonna fuck people they're gonna make so much money Paper tickets are the only way to go. They have to make clipper cards just as unattached to your personal being. You can you can use your phone for like Apple Pay to pay at the at the fucking at the turnstile, but it charges you so much. Yeah, yeah. If they took it down to normal, it would be amazing. Oh no, yeah. Even even the the public transit in Chicago, you can use your Apple Pay to get onto the train, but it charges you five dollars instead of two fifty. Yeah. Charging you twice as much. This is turning into uh, Orwellian uh, nightmare. Worst Can public transit city. Well, top well, five turning, is San Francisco, for sure. They're turning us Awful. into the Chinese um, social status. Uh, um, like the, the Muni used to be really good, but now with COVID, they've shut down like almost all the lines. Damn. But Muni used to be great. It goes slow, though. And it, go, it, gets stu- it gets stuck in traffic, no, too. It does, it's, it's sort of cars. It's no, a bus? I, M- Muni, the bus, the bus system and the train system in San Francisco proper is great, actually. I think it's compared. It, Portland's good, too. Seattle's not as good. I, I, I disagree because I just think that, like, the, the BART would be good if they took away Muni, extended the BART, and used Muni funding to make – because I, 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 I don't think it should be able to get stuck in traffic. The Muni, like, it just takes so – I Long. just I just like being on the bus. I, I get a lot done. I read books. Yeah. I That's true. get ready for work. I Muni's think about not. things. I it's just I don't think everything pretty. should have to be so fast all the time. Why we got to get true. there? You want to get to work that fast? I don't. I want to enjoy my tra- moment of transit. Yeah. I, I just want to have less like time sitting on a train and more time like sitting in a park if I want to like oh, relax. I, I love being on a bus. The Muni is pretty. I don't like buses and I don't like the BART, but the Muni is, is pretty, which is good because it's slow. It takes like 30 minutes to get across town, f- and it's seven miles across. Because it, it gets stuck in traffic. Why does it get stuck in traffic? Why? I usually walk everywhere, so, I mean, I liked the bus when it existed, though. I just made the time to make the trip. No big deal. What's that station next to the Castro um, on Market? There's that, like, it seems like it's abandoned. It's closed off. It's oh, it's just the old train line that, that goes. It's not a station. Oh. It's just past Castro. And then, then you go into the hill, and then you got Forest Hills, and you're actually, like, in the middle of the mountain. It's weird. And you come out on the other end at the West Portal. West Anyways, Portal. I, I, I yeah, love Muni's Muni. fun. Like, I will say, Muni is, like, level two public transit. Because before I'd ever taken Muni before, it took me to parts of the city that I had never really like walked to or from ever like yeah that big mountain pass it goes through that's like the yeah, boot, like super cool that's I like the 43 bus does that yeah i've never i've never been in that area but it's so fresh so it's like it's like a, it is like mountain town that's where i got the cheese i think it's noe valley oh yeah noe valley yeah nice. i just never spent a lot of time in noe valley until i took the muni mm. and f- it took like half an hour from like fucking outer mission but still okay. when did we start this a little after four. I could. 40, 44 minutes in. Mm. One thing I don't understand about West Coast cities is that you guys love one way streets. 
Fuck <laughs> that. Oh my god, that's oh, no. Why? I mean, every, every downtown has a bunch of one. The thing that I don't Sucks. understand is the no turns. Yeah, it's oh, just like that are like yeah. you can't turn here, and it's like why not? Well, some of those are new, <laughs> oh and those god. are for but safety. Fuck that. Berkeley has some. Berkeley is more dedicated to making roads that you cannot drive on. They don't want you to drive. No cigarettes. Sorry. They don't want you to drive, so they shut off. They pushed it in the middle of the street, so you can't. You can only take like two or three roads to go across Berkeley, mm-hmm. and they just they they want to make it as hard for you to drive, and that's true of like downtown Seattle. There's, it's one, you can go right on this street only, even though it's three lanes. And then if you want to go left, you have to go up four streets, take a left again. Like, it, they just, they don't want you to drive, so they make it impossible. <laughs> they want you to take a bicycle. They want you to take public transit or bike, but yeah. they want you to take transit, and they don't put any money into transit either, so it's not practical. Well, BART goes through Berkeley. It does, but you have to plan it out. You have to plan it out. Like, other cities, you go to this train station, and then you're like, I'll take the next one. BART, if you don't go... Knowing what train you're going to get on, you will sit there for half an hour. Well, it's because of COVID. It's because they they have less trains now. That's true, but still coming from like Antioch or taking the Richmond train from Berkeley. Yeah, it's like once every half hour. I guess usually it's once every 15 minutes, but that's still too much. At most, (laughs) it was once every 15 minutes. Dude, it's every five minutes in Chicago, anywhere in the city. Any, every, every line. When when it's nighttime when it's nighttime if you go on the blue line at night it takes it takes literally 40 minutes yeah i don't understand you should not shut down transit at any time because you have to this is for people that have jobs and shit you know like I, yeah like what happens to the people who have night shifts i used to yeah. or i was going to work a job with a night shift it was a salary job i could have just why didn't I just quit college and do that night shift job? Who knows? Um, but uh, anyway, I couldn't take. It's not like I could take the green line at fucking three in the morning, you know? No, but I rec- I relied. I worked. I, I got it just back. Says it, it turns off. They turn it off. Because it's too, honestly, it's because it's unsafe. It that, is unsafe. Yes. I, I took the brown and the red line. For, I, t- I rode the train for like an hour every day at like one a.m. and that shit was open. But once again, you'd have to wait forty-five minutes for a train to come. But it was open at all, which is amazing. And you get on the red line, and everyone's like shooting dice. Oh my god! Like there was one time where we were coming home from like a party, and there's this woman, and it was like when I first had like the whole schizophrenia thing happen, and she was like spouting these words like "I'm schizophrenic," "I'm bipolar," like talking this stuff about Jesus, and I was like, "This is what my brain sounds like. I'm gonna be this woman one day. <laughs> like I'm freaking out," you- and I started freaking out. Everyone was like, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, yeah, Damn. totally. And she would, like, look outside of the train and be, like, like pointing at somebody, but there was no one there, like, talking to this person. And I was like, no, this is going to be me, and I'm going to go crazy. And so uh, it was also there were these two little white kids who were on the train with us, too, and they were actually, like, freaking out. Like, they were scared so of this woman so they they made us change cars but but i wasn't really and that then scared afterwards they were like that was cool that was like a real like authentic city experience oh my god i hate that <laughs> what really scared me is when she started calling for the apocalypse someone started smoking a cigarette on the train and i thought that the train was just smoking and i was like <laughs> i was freaking out the yeah train's on fire is the yeah. train on fire 
Yeah, I thought the train was on fire, but someone just lit a cigarette. And I was like, how is that, how is that much smoke coming out of this cigarette? You know, there's no way. Oh, by the way, oh. uh, I went back to that train station for my phone. My phone was still there. Oh. I'm proud. Yeah, so human kindness still exists. You, we all had to wait for it, but you have to earn it's it. still there. You have to earn human kindness. You must earn it. Earn it? Yeah. It's, it's it. No, it's one of those rights. It's one of those renewable resources. Doubt it. Yeah. Everyone is entitled to kindness. You ever been to Kosovo in the 90s? No. Have you? No. That's why I'm hoping someone will tell me. <laughs> what it Kosovo? was like. Wait, wait. That's that's a line from something. Yeah. What, Kosovo? Yeah. In the 90s. It, Kosovo was a war zone in the 90s, correct? Yeah. It's, it's bad. It was bad, I'm sure. I, um, I probably like, was. I don't think people were very kind of each other. I think they were pretty mean, honestly. Maybe. To their own... People, I mean, you know, gotta be mean to kill someone for sure. People in your own faction, that's mean, that's very mean to kill someone. People, people were probably rolling each other's cigarettes, like, here you go, bud, and then killing each other. Well, no, (laughs) at some point, someone had to have killed someone else. That's probably true, but they were in this, they were in different factions, so that's cool. And it's not mean if, if there's brotherhood in a troop. Humanity exists somewhere, I guess. They say that a tree grows in Kosovo. There was a truce on on Christmas night uh, between uh, Russians and and uh, I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, Russians and, and over the no man's land in the trenches, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. And they went back to killing each other like the next day, though. On Christmas. On Christmas. Yeah. Santa Claus is watching us, boys. Cellar door. Cellar door. Cellar door. Why would you sell her door? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, why'd you turn the mics off for everybody's laugh? Why didn't you leave them <laughs> up? Why didn't you leave them up? <laughs> so, uh, what are you guys going to dress up for uh, Halloween? It's already August. Dude, I always have my best ideas in, like, March, and then come October, I have nothing. I have not thought of anything. I have not, I honestly, like, have not been thinking about stuff like that since, like, I have not been thinking about the future since COVID had started. Isn't that great? I've been thinking about the here and now. I love it. What about children? I want... I always want a baby. I want a baby! (laughs) Oh my god. What if I had a little baby just for a minute? For a minute. Just for one minute, I had a baby. I hear they do that down at uh, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Hey, wonderful things happen at Planned Parenthood for every kind of person. Parent. Yeah, pro-choice. Let's go. I was so bored the other day, I, I thought about uh, ripping out my IUD and uh, having a dude impregnate me just so I could have something to kill, so I'd have something to do. Yeah. I feel I that, really but not bored. the killing part. I'm like, what if I had, like, a project, like a baby? What if I ripped out my IUD and had a baby so I had a project so I 
like thought about. Oh no, I just want to get another abortion. You know, something dramatic in my life. Something, yeah. I have something just to. I have enough drama in my life with this boy here. Pancake. Look, everyone, Pam's pregnant. Let's give her some attention. That's that's what you're like. That's what you you would strive for with with a baby. What if you got pregnant with a bicycle? I what does that mean? Understand. I don't understand that. I don't know. I don't know. It just came to me. I feel like Pam's son would be a bicycle. I'm definitely not going to birth anything, but I would. I would have another abortion just for comic effect. Oh. Yeah. It just wouldn't take. I don't understand. The abortion wouldn't take. The abortion takes every time. It doesn't take. Yeah, you keep. I heard. Jimmy. I, I, no, I know. I know. I, oh, I thought there was something. It's fine now. Yeah, it's fine. Now. Uh, th- there. I had a friend who survived an abortion. As a baby, or yeah. Oh. Damn. Maybe That's it was terrifying. a twin. Do twins share the uterine sac? Uh. Yeah, you can no. abort like one twin. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up, but you can. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't feel comfortable with like picking and choosing which baby gets like no no, i'm not talking about abortions but like if you have like triplets and you just want one Mm -hmm. and aborting two it's like Mm -hmm. that's 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 strange to me (sighs) you know but i don't know your body your choice let's all let's i'm not shaming anybody it's just yeah yeah not shaming anyone at home multiple fetuses you could keep them you could lose them stem cells we need them Stem cells, we need them. We do. Yeah, I'd get, I'd get if uh, if a buddy needed stem cells or something, I'd get pregnant just to give him stem cells to abort the that's baby. That's a good idea. Me. Sure. You could start a whole business that See, way. See, that's why Selling the Christians the have market. a problem. That's why who has a problem? The Christians. With what? With with abortions, because there's a slippery slope. We just start giving births. To to nothing, a little little, uh, you know, no souls, and um, just harvesting baby parts. This is what Alex Jones is t- trying to warn us about. Harvesting I'm much I'm much less worried about harvesting baby parts than I am about everything else going on in the world. I think that yeah. that I think that whatever I choose to do with what's ever inside my body, whether it's my pee or whether it's a baby or whether it's my spit or my stem cells or my fingernails whatever the fuck i choose to do with that is what i choose to do with it and so it's nobody else's business when does a child become it doesn't matter it's not product. your choice it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. matter because it's inside me and i make that fucking choice yeah because i'm the one making that thing it's part of me so if when i choose born, to chop off my hand that's my fucking deal if i choose to not have a baby if i choose to have the baby and sell it on the black market all that shit's up to me it's nobody else's business. So the mother yeah. who drowns four children in a bathtub. That's different. That's that's a complete drives off a cliff with a car full of kids. Device that you are using. That is just you. Where's the to line? Is it three years get, old? Is it two years old? Devil's, is it one year de- devil's old? advocate. It wouldn't like a fetus be another body though. I don't. No. I'm, no, I'm pro-choice. So I'm, it, I'm just. It can't live on its own without it. it's the umbilical cord. It's, it's attached. It's part fair. of the mother. It's part of whatever's growing it. That's and fair. That's, you know, that's my that's my business. Yeah. Whatever I choose to do or not do with that is mine, because it's, you know, my body. Um, 
But that's only recently that women have had their own volition. So, you know, whatever. Exactly. So that's fine. But whatevs. Um, women should be banned from Twitter. I'll just say it. I don't even. <laughs> Twitter should I'll be banned from it. Twitter. I think it's upsetting that you guys worry so much about this made-up thing. Who's following you? Who's not following you? What you say? Your characters? Your words? Whatever. It's just another platform to make you feel better or worse about yourself in in any context. And it's everything worse. is. Yeah. <laughs> everything either makes you feel good or bad. That's that encompasses everything. Well, but it's like a whole mess of algorithmic stuff. And how about read a fucking book? I don't know. Right, but it's not social, you know. Yeah, but why does everything have to be so fucking social? Don't people spend any time alone anymore? You don't read? I love to read for hours. Like, I don't have any problem being alone. Like, it's not a big... If, if people can't be alone for a couple hours, then wow. And especially without a TV, I'm sorry that the society has wronged you when they brought you up, but you should be able to entertain your fucking self. Don't you remember when you were a kid and your mom, you'd be like, mom, 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 and she'd say, entertain yourself. You have to learn how to entertain yourself. And so you do that, but nobody can do that anymore. Everyone's, stimulate me, stimulate me, stimulate me. Look at me, look at me, stimulate me right now. I'm not getting it. I have to be watching a screen, and I have a screen, and I have to be checking my messages at the same time I'm watching a screen. And how many people are following me? I just lost a follower. I mean, Jesus Christ, you guys. Yeah, it that end of it uh, end of it does suck, but it's also a good way of being alone and being able to like interact with your friends. When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's normal. But when it's good, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it can be it, the internet can be a good place for like information. When and it's stuff. bad, it's normal. Mm-hmm. So bullies. They, th- those are a natural Bullies are thing. natural. Bullies yeah. are a natural thing. Yes. Bullies are there. Bro, if you don't want to get bullied, stop being such a lame-o. Yeah. Or I just get off the platform. Yeah, That's close your eyes. Everybody's your like, eyes. I'm a, I'm being internet bullied. Then turn off the fucking yeah. computer, you dumb piece of shit. That's, yeah. That's you dumb, yeah. stupid piece of shit. Oh, they're on my phone. They're t- Then turn off the fucking phone. It's but everybody should be catering to me all the time in my feelings. Well, then figure it out. And if this isn't working yes. for you, then get off the fucking That's internet. Right. And also, Twitter lets you be surrounded by other people that are also like, we'll accommodate you. Everybody should be accommodated all the time. And so as soon as you come into contact with anybody else, just you're so marinated in what you think is right. Seven-year-olds have iPhones. I think it's a tr- I think it's a crime. Twelve year olds are are getting Instagram followers. That's a parenting choice, and that's not like a, something that I think is right. And it's also like uh, you have to monitor how your kids interact with adults on the internet for sure, because it's inappropriate to be interacting with adults on the internet if you're a child. It's also just so just, hard to monitor anything on the internet. Other than search history, in any it's other, like controlling children on the internet is impossible. Just in any other, like, respect, interacting with adults on... Interacting with adults as a child, unless it's your parent's friend or your aunt and uncle, is inappropriate. I'll say that right now. It's inappropriate. Right, but also all those problems that come with that exist in the real world as well. Yeah, but I, I guess you're not, you know, it's not as easily hidden um, interacting with a child than it is on the internet. If you're on the internet, you could interact with a child and no one will know, you know? Why is it so hard to ch- catch children nowadays? Because they're all indoors. They're also anxious. I was, oh, I was so acutely aware of getting molested, and I was never molested as a kid. I just never wanted to be alone with adults because I was like... I don't fucking trust nobody. 
Weird vibes. Whoa. Weird vibes. I just got weird vibes from adults. It's also because I was a little queer kid too, and I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to be around adult men. Adult men are scary. Especially I when they still, look at you with their eyes. I still like, don't feel comfortable being around adult men. I'm going to say it right now. Like, I don't. <laughs> I still don't feel comfortable being around adult men because they always talk down to me. Mm. And also, I, like, my own preconceptions, like, I feel like, like, I feel like they're going to talk down to me. So I can't really speak fr as freely as I'd like.